Welcome to Canada's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Canada's podcast, the Atlantic Canada version. My name is Rivers Corbett, hanging out in the beautiful province of New Brunswick. And I've got uh, my colleague and friend, Nick Mumberkett, with us today. Nick's with New Ground Financial. And, you know, when it, this, this, this guy is not your average insurance sales guy. So we can put that right away right now. Nick is a guy who is an entrepreneur has built a very interesting business, uh, continues to build nationally, and combine that with uh, with doing some cool things in the community. He really, he really, really knows how to um, what what the journey of the entrepreneur is all about. We're going to talk a bit about some some of the things that he's experienced as an entrepreneur. We're going to talk about his business, and we're going to bring in some uh, advice for you folks who are who are uh, listening in from across the country. So. Nick, welcome to Canada's podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to great to have you for sure. So, when we first started this conversation a few weeks ago, you read something, and I because I was like, okay, give me your background, give me a bit of the taste of what it's about. And that's why I got excited was because of this document, and uh, and so what I'd like you to do is I know you found it, which is great. So maybe you can we can turn this around instead of you being the guest, you're going to be the host who's inter, who's um, uh, giving us an overview of the of the guest. So take it away, my friend. I really, really, really love what you have to say about about your journey. Yeah, here it is. Uh, so I'm an avid poster on LinkedIn, and a couple of weeks ago I posted this. So I said, "How bad do you want it?" I'm nearing 14 years into my, my professional career, and I feel like I'm just getting started. Don't expect great things without a great effort. I would not be where I am today without the help of my wife, mentors, staff, coaches, courses, conferences, self-education, <laughs> re- reading hundreds of books, listening to thousands of podcasts, looking after my physical and mental health, and making well over 5,000 cold calls. i have always doing what I previously thought was impossible with the goal of becoming the person I want to be not the person I once was. Your clients and prospects buy into who you are and how you make them feel, not what's in your bag. Nothing comes without an immense amount of focus effort. Put in the work. Nobody else will do it for you. Bravo, man. Bravo, bravo. And you do this through your company, New Ground Financial. Can you tell us a bit about New Ground? Yeah, New Ground Financial is a firm that I founded in 2018, late 2018, early 2019. And uh, we specialize in helping small and medium-sized businesses with their employee benefit programs. Um, And we also help the business owners uh, eventually uh, as they grow from startup to growth and maturity with their tax and estate planning and wealth planning. So when you say that, that's a service that has tremendous competition associated with it. What's your differentiator? How do you how do you last fourteen years? And when I'm sure many don't. So can you talk about that? It's patience. Um, you know, I'm a younger advisor in the industry still. Even fourteen years later, uh, the average advisor in our world is somewhere between fifty and sixty years old. So when I started in the industry, my sole focus was on employee benefits. I spent about one hundred and ten percent of my time working uh, that market. And we still do uh, spend about 80% of our time specializing in employee benefit programs. And I guess what makes us different is 
we offer unique products and services and a view uh, of the industry that that is fresh. It's a fresh perspective. Uh, one of my taglines is, you know, um, we're making, you know, we're breaking new ground in a time-worn industry. And no offense to some of the older advisors, there are some great advisors in the country. Um, but oftentimes what I found was they were doing the same thing year over year. They may have 40 or 50 years experience, but they have the same 40 and 50 year experience year over year over year. Mm -hmm. And what we've done is created an accelerated growth pattern, not only for myself based on the efforts that I just discussed, but for that of any of our associates. So, you know, our, our specialization in benefits sets us apart because most people want to be generalists in this industry. And when you're a generalist, uh, you, you know, you, you don't go to your GP and ask for heart surgery and we're the heart surgeons of employee mm. benefits in Atlanta, Canada. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. Um, I love that descriptive. So, so um, uh, talk me through the sales approach and, and, you know, part of the Canada's podcast is to get advice in a way that people can take and apply to their businesses too. So other, I think other businesses that are, uh, that have a lot of competition and would really be keenly interested. Okay. I get the differentiation. That makes a ton of sense to me. Now, how do you ultimately get in front of somebody when to tell them about that differentiation? What's the process you go through for that? Yeah, absolutely. So at this point, uh, for myself personally, it's mostly referrals. Um, okay. Thankfully, so we've built a strong client base uh, of, of of clients as well as centers of influence in our community. So from a marketing and sales perspective, what was important to me is really I built a business around a few different pillars. One was a lot of cold calls, like I discussed a minute ago. Um, we niche down in that market. We weren't scared to make calls and still aren't scared to make absolute cold calls, pick up the phone, call a random business or call a specific business that we had our eye on and introduce ourselves and see if there's a way we can help. We still do that. Um, and I believe that is still a valid way to build your business, regardless of the noise out there in today's market. Um, what is that? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, Nick. What is that? What does that intro look sound like? When you call somebody and it's out of the blue, what can you give us a 60 second, how you get them to say, okay, yeah, talk to me. Hey Rivers, it's Nick Momberkett from Newground Financial. Uh, may I ask for two minutes of your time to tell you why I'm calling? And if you don't want to talk after that, I'll go away. Is that okay? Beautiful, beautiful. And just smile and dialing, I love yes, it. Smile and dialing, yeah. yeah so, very cool. You know, cold referrals, uh, or sorry, cold calls was a, was a huge pillar of our business. It still is. Um, now that we have a, a well-established block of business, we continue to dig down in the relationships that we have and add mm -hmm. value as much as we can. Effectively, it's important for me to, when any of our clients ever hear the word group benefit, pension, life insurance, um, insurance and estate planning, that they think of us first. So I basically do everything I can um, to be top of mind to all of our current clients to ensure that referrals are coming our way. Um, and furthermore, developing centers of influence in the community. So, you know, a lot of the planning that we do coincides with that of uh, legal offices and accounting offices and those types of things. So I've literally called and continue to call on all of these professions throughout Atlantic Canada, as well as Ontario and Alberta, where, where we are also licensed and introduce myself and get to know these other professionals and teach them why 
we are different. And, you know, as I reflect a little bit more, one of those big differentiators for us, and I can speak truthfully for myself, is that although I do this as a career to provide for my family, it's not about the money. It's not about the Ferrari. It's not about the Rolex. It's not about the bigger house, all of that type of thing. It's about what value can we add to our potential clients? Mm -hmm. and how ethically and transparent can we be during that whole process? And sometimes that means I don't get the sale today. It might mean I never get the sale, but it means that whomever's on the other end of the line, they're understanding um, what we do as an industry more, they're understanding their situation and now they're making a more informed choice regardless of what benefit or lack thereof i may have after that conversation yeah very cool it's a it's a philosophy that you've adopted with uh with new ground financial and um and you know I, I think it's 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 all about you know people ask me about branding and how important is branding to uh to a uh, an organization, and they say it's everything. It's your DNA. It really, uh, and and it needs the attention put to it versus just kind of think about it. You no, know, you got to really put some attention to it. What 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 do you want other people to say about you? I love that you've uh, that you've said that previously. Um, we had a conversation a little sec second ago about LinkedIn. Talk about to us about about LinkedIn. It's uh, or any of the social media platforms that you might use in order to help you market your business. Yeah, social is one of those pillars that we spend a lot of time on, and uh, LinkedIn happens to be the number one that we that we focus on. I, I, you know, there's hundreds of millions of business owners uh, on LinkedIn or business professionals who are there specifically to do business. Uh, so that's a huge focus of ours. Uh, we do spend some time on Facebook and Instagram for different markets and things like that, uh, but ultimately LinkedIn is is the big one, and and so. What we've done there is, again, try and add value as much as we can. So if it's, uh, you know, creating a biweekly post um, or, or, you know, uh, even a couple of posts a day in some situations in and around a certain topic to educate our audience, mm -hmm. um, you know, connecting with those centers of influence again. So anyone who's connected to me on LinkedIn, I say, you're either going to love what's there, or you're going to delete me in a few weeks. But, um, you know, I, I want people to understand and learn. Uh, as much as they can. And, and that's what we try to do is educate our audience. We are teachers in the industry um, and, and, and that's it. So we went on further to develop a podcast, um, one in which we call the interesting people you meet. And the goal of that is to highlight local and, and national business professionals and understand better understand their journey. So we use LinkedIn as a portal to share the stories of others as well. Um, on our own platforms. And we feel that it does add a lot of value to our community that we're building um, and, and gives a better idea and awareness of those other local business owners who want to get their name out there. And we do it and sponsor it and pay for it all for them. Very cool. I love it. You just came through a week of COVID. Yeah. Talk to, yeah. talk to uh, and this isn't a pedestal to talk about COVID, it's a pedestal to talk about how do you as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur prepare for those days when you can't get out of bed, yet the business needs to keep on going? That's such a great question. And I was reflecting on that this morning and even last night coming out of COVID, so to speak. And yeah. I think one of the things, and it's not a brag, but I, I think as a business owner, and especially as a business owner in the insurance industry, this again, perhaps is a differentiator that sets us apart that might not sound so surprising to some of your listeners who run businesses. But if, you know, I, I guess I'll, I'll go on a bit of a tangent, but in, in the insurance industry, generally, people are really good salespeople, but they can't run a business. There's very mm -hmm. few who can. 
So one of the big things I thought of as I introduced new ground and created it was I wanted the people, processes, and policies in place to know that in the event that Nick ever got hit by a bus, that this thing would run as a smooth ship. That's why I didn't call it Mombercat Financial. I called it Newground Financial. Right. I wanted a saleable, buildable asset that could run on its own. So that's kind of what we created pre-COVID. Um, COVID helped. It, it kind of made me look smart, but it, I didn't expect that happening. So yeah. last last week, I'm at the gym. I have one of the best gym days of, of, of my year, and, and I measure that. So I, I knew for sure. And I get a text from my wife who goes, hey, Nick, I just tested positive for COVID. Um, I was like, oh, wow, I, I feel great and went home. And then sure enough, the next morning, I, I'm rocked with it. So, you know, how did I manage through that time? Well, our my business, I can literally stop working today and come back in a couple of weeks and it will still do its thing. Nice. Um, you know, we've, a digi we've digi digitized our business as much as we can. I have an amazing staff of sales, another sales associate, an amazing administrator who's always there when I'm not, um, to to make sure that this is a, a true and, and tried and tested business, and not just one guy trying to you know run around with his head cut off. Yeah, I love that. Well, what do you say to the one guy running around with his head cut off? Um, because I'd say, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, sorry, just because they exist. So, so for those new guys, and yeah. Gals, what uh, and and talk you can talk about it in generalities because there's a mm -hmm. lot of solopreneurs out there. Absolutely, I, I'd say yeah. It you got to define the lifestyle that you want to create by being an entrepreneur. And um, if running around and being busy, busy, busy all day makes you feel really good, and you go home and you sleep well at night, and your marriage is awesome, and your kids love you, and you get lots of money in the bank, then go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, that that's not. That doesn't work for me. So, you know, if if you're in that position, know that one, there's hope you can get out of it. Um, you're probably going to have to find a business coach. You're probably going to have to find a mentor and maybe even pick up a couple of books. Um, ultimately, you become what you read and who you hang out with. So if you're stuck in that little spot and you feel like you're running around and you're you're running an amazing business, you have a great product or great service, um, but you're you're you know you're bagged at the end of the day and wondering is this what entrepreneurship really is? Mm -hmm. Some days it is, but there is an opportunity to create systems. Read the book called The E Myth by Michael Gerber. That's a great start. Great book. Um, yeah, absolutely. And there's a million that I could recommend. Reach out to me. I'd be glad to share five or 10 minutes with you and, and give you a couple of ideas on what has helped me systematize my business to allow me to step away without having to stress out about it. So I'm going to take a little pause for a commercial break for you here. You said reach out to me. Where How do people reach out? And We're going to continue our conversation, but how do people uh, get a hold of you? Yeah, sure. You can find us. The best way would be to connect with me on LinkedIn. So it's Nick Momberquette, M-O-M-B-O-U-R-Q-U-E-T-T-E. -E. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn or Nick at NewGroundFinancial.com, or you can check out our website at www.NewGroundFinancial.com. Um, and you can book a time with me right there. Right. Love it. Love it. Talk about the decision to move beyond Atlanta, Canada uh, to Ontario and Alberta. Yes. Uh, can you talk to me about that decision? Yeah, that was one. Um, like the business, I, I I kind of have this personality where I build it before it needs to happen. So I do that with my personal finances. 
I do that with a lot of things in my life. I did that with COVID. I got in extremely good shape over the summer. I got hit with COVID. It only lasted a few days and hey, I'm great. Um, now, I don't know if that's the same case for everyone, but I did that with my business. So when we launched New Ground Financial, um, I thought to myself, I want it to be a national firm at some point. Uh, COVID hit and a lot of pessimism was created a lot of frustration a lot of fear a lot of scarcity for some business owners mm -hmm. and for me at that time i said what's the opportunity here and i thought well uh the industry changed overnight basically prior to covid i rivers i would have had to drive to see you and get a wedding signature basically on everything we do to to, to legally bind documents and those types of things in the insurance industry when COVID happened, the insurance carriers changed their process as quick as they could to implement Adobe Sign and DocuSign and these types of things where now we can work digitally, we can work from a distance using Zoom, using Microsoft Teams, et cetera. And that was the opportunity that I seen. I said, listen, I'm in a great market here. I love Atlantic Canada. Um, I love everything that the people have to offer. But I, I also know that there's millions of more people in Canada, in particular in Ontario and out west. Um, so when COVID hit, I said, this is it. We're going to go make a digital presence in these other provinces. We don't have physical boots on the ground there. We are a registered corporation, et cetera. All the legalities are, are fine. Right. Um, but now I said, great, here's an opportunity to market digitally, to build our presence in other provinces without physically having to be there every day. Um, so I have COVID to thank for that. And, and that's why I made that decision. And where do you have you been able to take the systems you have in Atlantic Canada and just duplicate them in Ontario or in, in Alberta, or is there was there anything different that you had to do? That's a great question. Absolutely. So I would say the systems themselves, yeah, the tonality, the process, a little different. Um, things oh, do work differently, you know. Mm -hmm. West, um, you know, my experience here in Atlantic Canada is that generally everyone wants to get to know you, perhaps a handshake at some point before we're going to do business. It still exists. Uh, there's certainly some outliers that don't live in, you know, don't don't adhere to that anymore. But I found and, and realized when I'm working in Ontario and Alberta that those communities are are. Are quick on their toes. Um, not going to hesitate to make a decision if it makes a lot of sense for them and their employees and their business. And, and that I do appreciate. Um, so, you know, the, the tonality has had to change um, when we're dealing in those other provinces relative to here in Atlantic Canada. Interesting. So you, you've talked a few times about your family. Uh, you you uh, have kids, you have uh, your life partner, your wife. Uh, how do you how do you balance that off? I, I, it's, it's funny. I, uh, I don't know if it's funny, but Richard Branson's a, a big mentor for me. And he, he says it's not work life balance. It's life balance. Work is just a part of it. Personal is just a part. How do you do that? strategically with what it is that you're bringing to the growth of new ground, but also the growth of your family? Yeah, that's that's an amazing question. And I would have to agree with Richard on that. I, I think that we're either, you know, throughout the, the 24 hours in our day, we're either 100% in our business or uh, hopefully 100% with your family. And and ultimately, that that's my goal. When When I'm at one or the other, that's where I am. Mm. Um, you know, so I've, I've implemented a four day work week for myself. Uh, I only work mm -hmm. Monday to Thursday, Fridays I'm off. It allows me to just 
decompress a bit. Uh, when my kids were younger, it allowed me to hang out with them a bit more, but now they're in school and daycare and stuff. So um, that that Friday has been really, really good to me, um, allowing me to kind of decompress and, and be prepared to enter into the weekend uh, with my family and totally mm -hmm. focus with them. I try not to and if uh, and rarely bring work home with me physically uh, and or mentally. Um, it's not perfect. Last week was an absolute nightmare um, <laughs> trying to manage that, even though I was able to pause despite all the things I said, you know, it's still running through your mind and, uh, and you grow into that. But I, I think the most important tip I would give to any business owner is just to make sure that when you're at work, make sure you're at work and you're not fooling around with other stuff. And when you're home, make sure you're home and you're with your family and you're present uh, for your, your partner, for your children, for whomever. Um, and then uh, what I find personally is if I can do that, when I get up the next day and arrive at work, I don't feel guilty. Uh, I feel motivated and excited to continue and build my firm. Yeah, I love it. So talk about um, talk about Atlantic Canada um, and, you know, why I mean, you talked about. You talked about loving it there. You talked about you know doing obviously doing business there. Is what's the what's the business support ecosystem like for you? I think um, I'm a bit of a lone wolf, to be honest, Rivers. Okay. I, I know I got to be honest with you. I think yes, it's sir. there. I think it's there if you need it. Um, I, I know there's a bunch of communities and and hubs and whatnot which support startups and entrepreneurs. I'm in a really weird industry where it's. There's not a, any of those existing, in my opinion, from the outside looking in and from what the doors I've knocked on, not so supportive of, of what we do because there's a, lot, a bit of a lack of understanding of what goes on in our mm -hmm. world and mm -hmm. the struggles and challenges and problems, needs and frustrations we go through every day sure. in my sector. Um, and then, yeah, and, and in our industry, it's so highly competitive that I think everyone's scared to talk to each other, which I'm not. You'll see I share tips and tricks online about what mm -hmm. I do and how I serve, but there's a bit of a scarcity mentality in my industry sometimes in which folks don't want to share. And uh, and that's frustrating. And that's kind of what led me to be honestly, uh, I kind of do my own thing and 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 look to, to mentors like a Richard Branson or whomever that may yeah, be. Yeah, sure. I am fortunate enough to have an amazing mentor um, who's helped me in my past uh, number of years, and he remains anonymous and he wants to be kept that way. Um, but but outside of him, it's it's kind of me and my books and my own attitude and optimism that have you know helped grow. Very cool, man. I love that answer. I love it. Yeah. Talk about the future. What's the, the next couple of years like for you? For you? Yeah, the next couple of years, are, I I'm very excited to to see what's what's going on. I think our our penetration and 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 growth across the country is is something I'm very excited about. Learning and understanding those new markets, perhaps um, adding our to our sales team in those those markets would would be amazing. Having some physical boots on the ground there. Um, we are uh, still a, a pretty relatively small firm. We've got the one full time assistant, myself, and and a full time associate at this point. Uh, a couple of years in here to the business. So my three to five year goal would be to have uh, at minimum five full-time sales associates with with a couple more support people to help us uh, spread our message and service uh, across the country. Yeah, across the country. I'm, I'm going to be interested in, in when you're going to go to BC and Manitoba and so on. Is that part of the play? 
Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I would say every province and territory here in the next few years outside of Quebec, because their licensing is a little different. And right. I don't speak very good French, despite my last name. So it's a bit of a lost cause for me. I am a huge Habs fan, though. So any excuse to go. Yeah, I'm a Habs fan, too. I'm more yeah. of a, a football guy these days than I am a hockey guy. But when I have to be, it's definitely for the, uh, definitely for the Habs. So, yeah, absolutely. So uh, how many children do you have? I have three children. Three children. If they were all gathered around right now, and you could tell them one piece of advice that they needed to uh, that they they needed to focus in on in order to start their own business, whatever that might happen to be, not necessarily in the financial services world, what would be that piece of advice be? Well, I, I kind of said it earlier, and it's a mantra that I live by and think about a lot. And it's you become the people you hang out with and the books you read and right. this day and age, perhaps the videos you watch. So I really think that, you know, protecting our mind and, uh, and, and, and from the inflow of information from wherever that is, is one of the, the hardest things we can do and one of the most, um, one of the best things we can do if we can learn mm -hmm. to control the distractions and the noise and focus on what matters most right now, um, we can do anything we want. So again, uh, we got to watch out who we hang around with because we'll get the results. Um, and, and second, we, we got to watch what we read and, and the information we consume again, it, it will make who we are and, mm. and our, and our results. I love it. I love it. So true. So true. Well, Nick, this has been an amazing conversation. It's been concise. It's been uh, it's been wrapped up nicely and with a bow. And uh, is there anything left that you wanted to uh, talk about? Maybe you can just say again one more time how people can get in touch with you again, because that's part of the part of the uh, advantage of being on our on our podcast. But if there's anything else that you'd like to say to him, go right ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to, if if you're an entrepreneur listening to this or 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 aspiring to be one, I, I congratulate you. The road is uh, is it can be long sometimes, but it's so darn rewarding if you put in the efforts and and again surround yourself with the right people. So congratulations to anyone who's uh, you know pulled the trigger and done it, or if you're considering it, you know take those calculated steps. But in in a few short years, I, I hope that like me and and others. Uh, you'll be happier, healthier, you know, and and feeling a lot better because of that choice you made. I find once you get that bug in your gut and you feel it and you get that itch, you can't scratch it, you can't get rid of it. So you kind of got to go for it. It's you got to go for it. Yeah, I call it the most beautiful. It. I call it the most beautiful curse out there. This is it, absolutely. Yeah. And again, so my name's Nick Mombercat, Nick at NewgroundFinancial.com. You can find my schedule on our website if you want to reach out. If you have any questions, just want to catch up. Uh, find out more about me or how we might be able to help you. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to, uh, uh, to my story and rivers. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I appreciate yeah, it. Bang on dude. You've, uh, you've impressed me since the day I met you, which was <laughs> the first day, uh, yeah. a little while ago. And this is the second day. So you still continue to impress me, man. Keep right on. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.